Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. And I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today. If we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. It is now time to adapt in our fast-moving world and today, team, I want to welcome you to Ask Dennis. Now, this is an episode that I'm going to be doing on a regular basis, which is around asking Dennis. And it's about asking me questions and also for me to share with you around different topics. So it's more of a freestyle scenario whereby I will be sharing with you different topics every week. And during that, I will actually look at and actually um work with different questions that some of our listeners may be hearing. So if you are wanting to have your question answered, please feel free to send me an email. Look at the show notes and I'll uh, put the email in there, but also feel free to send me a message on social media as well. So let's explain a little bit more about how Ask Dennis works. Well, these sessions are going to be really that freestyle, as I said, and it's going to be around different topics. Topics that are going to help leaders go to that new level, help leaders be able to take their executive excellence or their personal well-being to the another level. You see, a lot of us are overwhelmed. We run from meeting to meeting, from email to email, and we are overwhelmed a lot. And I want to talk to you a little bit about an avatar. My avatar is somebody, and I, the person's name's David, and David is a, an avatar for me in the sense that here he was, he was towards, I think, 38 years of age, 80-plus hour weeks. And so he was really working some long hours. And for him, his boss was talking to him about David moving up, being promoted into his boss's role as part of the boss's succession plan. Now, for David, that was quite scary. Why was that scary? Well, because the fact that, you know, he was already doing 80-plus hour weeks. And he's thinking to himself, well, if I'm struggling right now, with these long hours, how am I going to be able to step into a larger role? How am I going to be able to do things at a different level? And am I expected to do over 100 hour weeks? Well, how am I going to do this? And so he struggled with that. The other thing was his wife said to him, look, you're either going to have a heart attack because of the hours you're doing, or I'm going to put you on the ground. Now, he also had two kids. David, here he is working 80 hour weeks, working very long hours. On a Thursday, felt guilty to leave the office at four o'clock in the afternoon to go out and watch his kids swim for one hour. He felt guilty. Wasn't sure what people in the office would think in the sense that here he was leaving earlier 
And they didn't know he was going off to watch his kids go swimming. But here they are thinking, here he is, he's leaving early. But they didn't see him work those long hours in the morning from home, at night from home, in the office early. He was just always there. And so what he needed to do was work around that space. Sound familiar to you? You might be one of those leaders who are currently doing massive hours. You may be one of those leaders who are actually under a lot of stress. A lot of expectations are being put on you as a leader today. But what are you doing to help you move forward? And so what I did is the Davids of the world, they're, they're the kind of people, whether it's male, female, it doesn't matter. There are people out there as leaders today who are under stress a lot. And these are high performers. These are people who are out there making it happen. Now, what I'm going to suggest here is this, is that what are you going to do as a leader and how are you going to set yourself up for better success or more success from what you have today, but in a way that's going to give you that executive excellence, but it's also going to give you that personal well-being too. And so we'll be talking a little about that today. The thing I want to really talk to you about that is going to help you along that way is what type of leader will you know, being the leader you want to be is really what I want to talk to you about today. So about being the leader that you want to be. And the reason I shared about the avatars because, you know, that is for a lot of people where they're at with things. And it may not be you either. It may be you are doing really well and you're you're out there. However, there might be somewhere where you want to go next, but you also want to think about how can I be a better leader? In fact, I want to be a leader that I want to be, but also I want my team to follow me and want to be part, be around me as well. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. You see, I've been in business for about 30 years and worked for Fortune 10 car companies, uh, one of them being Hewlett Packard, where I left uh, about two years ago. I went to go and pursue my career and my own business. Now, about eight to 10 years ago, my voice started to change and we started to see a big difference in that, in that voice change. You see, I had been in, uh, in business roles and so forth, but about 17 years ago, I moved into the HR space to start pursuing something that was a passion of mine, which was around leadership development and coaching. Because you see, I'm a, I'm a leadership geek and I just love the whole thing about individuals around in the leadership side of things, how they lead teams, the team's dynamics culture, change, resilience, all that side of things. I love it. The strategy, where an organization is going and what is their strategy and where they want to go next. And so helping them think through that, that's really important. And so a lot of that comes down to being that leader that I wanted to be as well and then starting to do it, not only just talk about it, but start showing others as well. And so I was part of a global coaching practice that we set up in, a, in an organization called EDS, Electronic Data Systems, and a huge organization. And then um, it became an award-winning sort of practice around coaching, which was great to see and be part of. And then a few years later, we were bought out by a large organization called Hewlett Packard. And then we became a 350,000 people organization with 22,000 people care managers, 22,000, huge. And then, well, Hewlett Packard bought us out. They actually said, we don't want that global coaching practice. And so of the six full-time coaches, four were made redundant and two remained. And I was one of those two. And I've, I was appointed as the global delivery lead for executive and leadership development. So for 10 years, I got to travel the world. I got to travel the world to work with teams and individuals and high potentials and talent around the whole organization. I got to work with high-performing teams and take them to another level where they needed to go to. 
And a lot of it came down to this one thing is, what kind of leader do you want to be going forward? And being the leader you want to be is really important. And so about, as I said, that uh, eight to 10 years ago, my voice started to change. And I went through a journey whereby we found a tumor on my left vocal cord. And about three years ago, I had it removed. And the results came back as being benign, which was just fantastic news. But you see, my tool is not a hammer or a laptop or a forklift or a truck. My tool is the voice. And the voice, whether I'm actually out facilitating or I'm actually out speaking or coaching, that is the tool and it's really important. And so I had to go and get, do something about it. See, a lot of us are not good at going to the doctors. And so if you are one of those people, I'm going to encourage you to make sure you do look after yourself and go to the doctors on a regular basis. And so when I had this tumor removed, they weren't sure whether I was going to be able to, whether it was going to be paralyzed, meaning the vocal cord, because the tumor was actually on the, the nerve. And so when they removed it, they found that it was, it was still moving, which was great. And so A, I'm not having a problem swallowing, and B, I'm able to speak freely. I had to go and learn to speak again. I had to go and learn and breathe again which was really interesting to go through that whole journey. You see, I've been on a massive change journey over the last few years. So I feel like I've been given a second chance in life because the tumor was benign. So then I decided to leave the Hewlett Packard and go and start my own business called Leading Change Partners. Because that passion of actually going out there today and helping leaders step up and lead, lead themselves, go through change themselves and handle that, but also lead others through the change. That's the real key for a lot of us today. And we need strong leaders. We need leaders who know where they're going. We need leaders who have got clarity about and understanding, who've got confidence, who can step up and move forward. That's what we need now more than ever, especially what we're going through around pandemics. We need leaders who are going to step up and are going to help people move forward, which is really, really important. So today, team, I want to talk to you about being the leader you want to be. You see, many leaders aren't actually the leader they want to be. They are trying to be something they are not. It's almost like they've got a mask in front of them and they're hiding behind it. They're almost going into a, an acting role. They're being something they're not. Sound familiar? Are you one of these leaders who is trying to be something that you're not? Or do you know a leader who is struggling who is trying to be something they're not. See, for a lot of leaders, they get thrown in the deep end to become a leader because people look around and they go, oh, who do we got? Oh, that person over there, that subject matter expert, they'll be really good, they'll be fine. Ta-da, congratulations, you've been promoted as a leader. Now, good luck, see you in a year's time. And that happens to a lot of leaders. They get thrown in the deep end and they don't get always get the support. And so then they try to be something that they're not because they're not sure what they need to do or how they're going to do it or what they should be doing going forward. You know what? People aren't dumb because your team or your organization, if you're trying to be something that you're not, they can see right through you. They can see whether you're being authentic or not. And so today, I'm going to be talking about what we might need to do about being the leader you want to be. First of all was think about the person or think who you are as a person. You see, the title of, of a role doesn't make us a leader. The title is a title. And what I find quite interesting right now is that a lot of people are looking at titles and so forth, <laughs> and they've been in an organization for a long time. You see, I think what's happening in the industry is that with COVID, as the pandemic as an example, it's going to be exaggerated even more. 
in the sense that we'll see a lot of organisations actually reduce numbers of staff or employees. Some of them are going to be financially struggling. And so what they're going to do is they're going to reduce their staff. And what I'm finding here already is I'm seeing leaders come out of organisations who are in their early 40s to mid to late 50s. Now, there might be some even younger than, than the early 40s, right? Who are struggling because they have been in the organisation 15 years, 20 years, 30 years. In fact, for some of them, that organisation has been their life. But there's others who have been in the organisation less. They're going to come out of it. But their whole identity is around that title or that organisation. And that's not who they are. They are who they are. The role is not them. That's a role that they have been fulfilling or doing. But that doesn't make them as the person. And so the title doesn't make us as a leader. That has two things I'm talking about here. One, that's not your identity. That's number one. Number two, just because you're a leader, it doesn't mean you got a title of a leader, doesn't mean that makes you the leader. Because you see, you need to have a team around you. If you are a leader and you turn around, you'll see people following you. If you don't, it just means that you're going for a hike by yourself. And so what you do as a leader, in other words, the title doesn't make you as a leader. Your identity is not associated with the role. So it comes down to this. What are your values? What are your principles? What are those values and what are you doing to make sure that you're following them and helping them come true? Because you see, your values is is what makes you. That's what makes up of you. That's what you are as a person, is those values. So that's interesting. So think about who you are as a person. Now think about the leader you want to be. There are plenty of examples out there today of leaders that you might want to be like. I'm also sure there's a whole lot of leaders out there that you probably don't want to be like either. And I think that's a great thing for us to understand. Leaders that we do want to be like and leaders that we don't want to be like. Now, for the ones that we don't want to be like, we can learn a lot from those leaders because we can see things that they do that we don't think is right or we could actually fix. Now, I'm not going to ask you to copy the leaders that you think are great examples out there. So don't copy them. The important thing here is for you to be you. Now, look at what the things that they do and what you admire that they do. And so then see what you want to take. So take the best out of several leaders and decide what you want to do going forward to help you be the leader that you want to be. The third point I'm going to talk about here is see what you need to do to help you develop and becoming the leader you want to be. Now, a lot of leaders are sort of not out there developing themselves. And what I mean by that? So change is constant, as we always talk about. If we are not developing, growing, and becoming the person we need to become to lead organizations forward in this ever-fast-changing world, then what does that mean? If we're not moving forward, then we're actually going backwards. What? What did you just say? If you're you're not moving forward, you're actually going backwards. In other words, if you're standing still and you're not developing or growing, if you're not out there developing yourself or your teams, it means you're actually going backwards. Everything else in life is moving forward and it's getting faster and faster. If we are not changing to stay ahead of the curve, if we are not changing to stay ahead of technology, not staying ahead of other things that are happening, 
then what happens here is that we're actually going backwards because everything else is going to go move faster. So then how do you stay ahead of the curve? How do you develop yourself or grow as a leader? One could be going out and doing some more study. That could be one option, right? Now, when we say study, what do we mean by that? How can leaders develop themselves and become industry focused slash, I want to more say, have that knowledge of the industry and understand what's happening in your industry and in the marketplace? What could you do? Well, there's several things that you could look at. Number one is you could go to a, a university or some tertiary education type scenario or some sort of executive short courses type scenario where they do residential courses for a period of time, like five days. You could do that. Number two is that you could actually start looking at white papers, half a business review. Other websites have got that kind of stuff whereby there are white papers, um, studies being done on different areas that you could actually read to help your knowledge lift in that area. The other one would be um, books. Now, some people say to me, oh, Dennis, look, I'm a, I'm a manager and I don't have time to, do, to be reading books. Yep, okay, we're all busy, but there are other options out there. A book could be 200, 300 pages long. So if you don't actually have time, what could you do? One is you could actually listen to audiobooks, right? So they're available for you. So as you're driving around or you're on a bus or a train or a ferry, depending where you're going from meeting to meeting, you could have that book actually playing. But then there's some people who say, oh, yeah, but I can't actually focus on it. Well, just have it playing. Because by having it playing, subconsciously, it's going to go in. And so just have it playing. Yes, you want to listen to it and try and learn it and understand it for sure. But if you have it playing, it's great. The other thing would be around executive book summaries. Now, what is this? It's um, What happens is there are some organizations out there today that will take a book and summarize it and put it into eight pages and give you the nuggets. What? Do you mean I can get eight pages and see the nuggets? Yep, that's it. They're called executive book summaries. So you can get a book that is summarized for you in eight pages and get the nuggets. Now, that is really, really, really cool because it's going to save you time, but it's going to give you the things that you need. You see, these kind of books that I'm talking about are books whereby they don't actually have to, you don't actually have to read it from end to end. These are books whereby you can start by actually just reading the book at any chapter and anywhere that you want to. That will actually help you pull things together nicely. So executive book summaries. So you've got audio books, you've got executive book summaries, and you've got the books themselves as well. The other one is podcasts, like the one you're listening to right now. And so you can tune into different podcasts and listen to them and even download them. So like this one here, feel free to download them onto your phones or, or your devices that you listen to them on. And uh, that'd be really good. So I've been on airplanes traveling, and so I will actually listen to some of the podcasts that I've actually downloaded prior previously to allow me to actually um, put things in place. And you know, so it's time whereby that's been really quiet, and and time whereby I'm just sitting there anyhow. So I might as well just learn and learn something from podcasts as I'm moving forward. The other one is find yourself a world class coach slash mentor. Now, for some people, they don't actually understand what the difference is between a coach and a mentor. Now, a coach, to me, is somebody who's going to ask you some really good questions and take you from A to B. In other words, where you are today to where you want to go to, but allow you to do that. A mentor is somebody who's probably a subject matter expert around a certain topic who will actually share their experiences, their war stories, and give you some advice and direction, but also will probably share with you their network. And so that's where the difference is between a coach and a mentor. 
find one for you. Now, be very smart about how you do that. You know, just think through it, just research it well, make sure you're going to find someone who's, A, you've got rapport with, and they can have rapport with you, but also somebody who's going to actually stretch you to the next level, depending on what you need to have done in the sense of doing things. So team, just to recap today, being the leader you want to be, think about who you are as a person. Think about the leader you want to be, and then see what you need to do to help you develop and becoming the leader you want to be. Remember, leadership is changing. There is a lot going on right now for all of us. And so we need to stay above in front of the curve and help develop ourselves, and then we can help develop others as well. Hey, I want to thank you for joining us on the on the show today. Once again, just a reminder that this is Ask Dennis. This is a freestyle type of uh, episode whereby you can ask me a question and uh, look forward to seeing your questions. Send me an email as per in the show notes and or send me through a message on social media privately and uh, love to, to hear what you've got. In fact, you can go to my website, leadingchangepartners.com, and in the contacts uh, page, you can send me a message there as well. So thanks for joining today. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, and especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory, it's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. I'm going to encourage you to look out for the episodes as they're published Please download, have a listen, put a review, a rating, and share it also with your network. If there's any feedback you'd like to give me on the show about the show, or if there's any questions you'd like me to ask our leaders as I'm going through these interviews with them, feel free to send me an email at Dennis, uh, Dennis at leadingchangepartners.com, um, and then I can um, pick up your email from there. So team, thanks for tuning in. Step up and be the leader that you want to be, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.